watched Gremlins the other day, Rob, and <laughs> so my uh, child apparently the game Multiverses, which is like uh, uh-huh. looks like it's if you played it at all, it looks like it's a Smash Brothers kind of game, but with all sorts of Warner Brothers characters and stuff. Oh, nice! They added Stripe from the Gremlins. Oh, really? No kidding. Yeah, my child was like, "What's who's Stripe?" And she knew, he he knew a little bit about it. So I'm like, so he wanted to watch Gremlins this weekend. I'm like, okay, that's cool. So watch Gremlins, and I completely forgotten about uh, the chick that was all sad Phoebe and Kate. hated Christmas. Oh yeah. And she tells her story as to why, and if you guys have not seen Gremlins out there, it <laughs> involves her father trying to surprise them by bringing presents down the chimney. And he, quote, I think they, they got a little dark because she says that he slipped and fell and broke his neck and died instantly. But I'm, I guess that's better than like him being stuck in the chimney and slowly starving to death. But So we're sitting there, and she tells the story, and my child is shocked because it's the middle of kid's story, and now he's thinking of, you know, dad dying in a chimney while trying to do something nice. And then she's like, and that's how I learned there's no Santa Claus, which is a problem. Fuck. <laughs> oh, no. I totally forgot about that story. When you initially told me that, that gremlins just ruined Santa for your kid, I thought you were talking about like when the gremlins attacked Santa and he was like traumatized. I completely forgot that she came out straight out and said that there was no Santa Claus. I forgot about that. Holy now, shit. <laughs> now, the thing is, it, Santa doesn't matter to me, but we have kept up the Santa ruse because I don't want my kid ruining Christmas for any of his friends. Because he would. He'd be like, dumbass. <laughs> oh, your kid's that asshole? Nah, I don't know. Maybe he would. Maybe he wouldn't. But... I think actually, if we if we warned him beforehand, but he is he is very logical and like he's the he would be the kid that would be there with like an Excel spreadsheet, being like Santa would have to move eighteen times the speed of light to hit every house. <laughs> like, That's so- either way, uh, you guys out there listening uh, to the Give Me Five podcast, brought to you by the Give Me Five patrons, which means that if you are mad at me or us, it's their fault. Blame them, and you can blame them by Santa's going to. Dead. You can blame them by going to patreon.com slash give me five podcast where you can donate a little bit of money and get in our chat room where you can specifically yell at the patrons. So become a patron to yell at a patron. This is Give Me Five Podcast, a semi-entertaining show about very entertaining things. Now, uh, there's two hosts that are doing fine. Uh, uh, one host that's not, and we'll talk about that in a second, but we're going to talk all about pop wrong. culture in Florida and news and all sorts of stuff. Um, <laughs> you can't even say it without sounding like a sick bitch. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, my name is Ray the Hamster, and I'm joined by Be Kind. Hi. That certainly is not me. That's me. And rewind. That's like an 80s rap name. <laughs> Be kind and rewind. No, just rewind. It is. It is. Oh my god, that's right. Someone that wears, and they like wear all their shit backwards. Yeah. Big gold chains. <clears throat> yeah, like a a logo that is like an arrow 
or something. <laughs> anyway, uh, we are. If you haven't figured it out yet, we are talking about the this week. We're going to talk about the Netflix show Blockbuster. Uh, we're going to talk about Disney Plus's Tales of the Jedi and the second installment in the uh, Sherlock Holmes spinoff, Enola Holmes. That's of course called Enola, Enola Holmes Two. Really want to see that and the first one. But you still haven't seen uh, the first one? No, they're both really good, and one. they're and they're family flicks. You can watch them with with your family. <laughs> so. This is a review show, and I'm going to spoil Enola Holmes 2 for Greg so that he just won't watch it and his family will miss out on it. But if we do spoil something, you've been warned, don't whine about it. Uh, this episode, like a few episodes ago, uh, Omar is not feeling well. He is here this time, though. Hello. Um, so if you hear that sound, um, that, is the, that is the rotting... Husk of what Omar is the the usual virile Omar uh, has now he's come just down with virulent. the flu. <laughs> yes. Oh, I'm, we already have like eight potential titles oh for this uh, episode. Yeah, I'm so gross. Oh. So, <laughs> There's sorry one. out Omar there because uh, yeah, no, I'm uh, and I'm one of those people that like I get really uncomfortable when I, when someone sounds sick. <laughs> like even if I'm like on a Zoom meeting, I'm like. Ugh. So, I don't is... want to get too close to you. How far away are you? Yeah. Oh my god. Okay. Well, sorry. So <clears throat> that's okay. We still love you. Get someone to make you some chicken soup, though. Oh, I have some, but it's from Publix. That's fine. That works. That's fine with me. So uh, let, let's do some news. We're going to start off sad. Uh, someone put Aaron Carter on here. There is no more candy. I have Aaron, never heard that uh, song. Yeah, I don't you know think that? I know. I couldn't pick it out of a lineup. Really? Yeah. You don't you've never heard the 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 uh chorus? I've heard I the ori- the original is it a co- was it a cover? I I don't fucking know. I, want, I candy. want candy. Okay. Uh, yeah, so uh, that was a song uh, from the early eighties. Uh, uh, I want candy. Yes. He covered Which that? I'm sure had what which I'm sure was not at all problematic in the early eighties when the girl that was singing it was like twelve. <clears throat> Wait, that's the song sure Aaron Carter did? Aaron yeah. Carter? That was the big Aaron that's Carter. the only one I know that he did. Oh my god. Uh, okay. Well, let's not besmirch the dead, but he has had, uh, I believe, drug problems in the yeah. recent past and distant past, actually. Um don't know if that's what killed him. Uh it is sad. I believe you know, like that from what I've heard, it sounds like it was drug related. Yeah. Found him in a bathtub. Couple days before, someone, some fans saw him on Instagram Live doing a bunch of stuff, and they said he kept on like going off screen and like huffing stuff, like they thought he was. But then he popped back on. He was like, "Oh, I'm just kidding." But like, uh, if you are a recovering addict or an addict of any sort, going off screen to pretend you're doing something is not a thing that you do. Yeah. If you're a recovering addict, you want to be as far away, usually far away from the the. Uh, thing that was you were recovering from as possible. Um, so I know his family was definitely one of those entertainment families that pushed their kids into stardom and mm-hmm. that usually does not go well. And in the case of his brother from uh, Backstreet Boys, what's his name? The Nick. Other Carter? Nick Carter. What was it? Nick. Nick Carter. Case of Nick Carter, it worked out fine, although he had a few little problems as well. But Aaron Carter did not 
Uh, he ended up with some mental illness problems. We are in no way, shape, or form making fun of this. He had some mental illness problems, problems, addiction problems, etc. Uh, so no, it's a sad situation. And as it is, and I think if you are out there listening and you have the same problems, you know, reach out to someone for help. I don't have the phone number at hand, but we try to do that if someone does commit suicide or has addiction problems. You know, reach out. Uh, in other news, I'm going to keep some of these short, but Westworld was canceled by HBO, so it was supposed to get a season five, I believe, and it will not. Um, the I, actors will still get paid for season five. Interesting. I stopped watching it after season one. I watched um, seasons one through three. I have not yet a ch- had a chance to watch season four. Um, I think one of the big problems was the big delay between the seasons because first of all we never really covered that we actually never covered that show on here even though i think most of us watched it because it was kind of a hard show to cover and just a podcast like it i enjoyed it i liked but, season one but i mean it wasn't anything that i was like oh i gotta watch season two you know season two kind of fell apart for me which one was it? season one was that the one that ended with like the slaughter yes yeah Okay. Well, I Which, thought I mean, season it, one ended with them getting loose. Getting, okay. right? Yeah, yeah. That sounds right. But it was after they, season two ended with the slaughter. When, was that season two? Maybe I did see all of season two. I don't know. It all kind of runs together. <clears throat> it wasn't bad. It just didn't, but, I don't know. There's a lot. It was really, it would have been really hard to talk about on a show not dedicated to Westworld. Mm-hmm. Because there's so much like well no it's not this version of the character it's the robot version of the character and so so what was the word why was it why was the fifth season scrapped <sighs> the ratings went down significantly i or the like viewership ratings um viewership numbers um it went down like i, I saw the numbers it was crazy how far how much it went down yeah, well, I mean, again, like I said, I mean, it was one of those ones that it was it was okay for the first season, but I mean, it really wasn't anything that kept my interest long term. I was like, okay, whatever. It seems like I was not alone in that. Well, a lot of people didn't even know it was coming back for season four. Like, I didn't, and I don't say we do this for a living, but we do we do this, and I didn't realize it was back until season three or until episode three, which is why that's just a real reason I didn't go back because i was like i would have had to watch three episodes of a, something that you really can't binge mm-hmm. um yeah i didn't know there was a fourth season at all um let's see it was uh viewership uh went from it's weird it's like that show <clears throat> should have been i don't know it was the first season was good but it's like it could have been more. I don't know. There was something missing. Does that sound right, Rob? Um. There was something. I don't know. There was an element. I don't know. It on paper. It was. I don't know. That, it was a great idea. I don't know that something was missing. It just seemed like there. I mean, it seemed like it was played out by the end of the first season. If that makes sense. That that totally makes sense. Like, if it was one season, it would have been perfect. Yeah. There was a lot of big ideas in the show. Like, is it okay to harm someone that is not real and can be immediately unharmed just by dipping them in white stuff? Like, there's a lot of big ideas like that, which are kind of cool. Right. Mm-hmm. But 
but the more of those type of questions you ask, the harder it is to be a believable show, the harder it is to tie the loose ends. have likable characters. Yeah. <laughs> and there was also mysteries involved, and they solved some of them, so that there was no reason to kind of do that. But either I can't find the exact viewership. I found it earlier today, but I cannot seem to find it right now. So I'm going to stop searching around on the internet because I believe I'm hosting a podcast here. You, you are, in fact. Well, yeah. you were, and then you were searching on the internet. and Yeah. Now he's no, on his no. fourth YouTube video. We will be video. glad to welcome you back. I am on my fourth YouTube video. <laughs> you would not believe this life hack involving a uh, dish soap bottle. And a rusty spoon. Yeah. Interesting. I will never get anything stuck up. My... Oh, anyway. Okay, so um, the Acolyte. Have you heard about the Acolyte? I have not. I was just looking at I that. I have not. The Acolyte is a Star Wars show. It is set about 100 years before everything that happened in the Skywalker saga. Now, I have loved Andor and continue to love Andor. Uh, actually, it's you know it's one of those that each week when you're excited about one episode of something coming out, that's the one that I've been excited about. But the Acolyte is going to be, um, it looks like it's more a dark side based. It's set in the uh, golden era, I believe. Like the, the one that's only really been featured in books. But I was kind of I'm like, okay, that should be interesting. The logo's phenomenal. It's got like a yeah. It looks like it's set at the end of the old Republic era. Mm-hmm. And the the logo is really cool because it has that like l- that lightsaber scorched cut across it, which is really neat. But they hired uh, Daphne Keen for it, and Daphne Keen was the little girl from Logan who was like a total badass, was, like mm-hmm. jumping on people and like stabbing their faces off and stuff. So I think that I don't know who she's going to be cast as, but so far. A plus on that one, um, and she's—I mean, she's joining a pretty decent cast as well. Um, oh, uh, uh, Carrie Ann Moss from The Matrix will be on it. In it, oh, nice. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Dean Charles else? Chapman, Charlie Barnett from Russian Doll, Rebecca Henderson from Inventing Anna, uh, Jodie Turner Smith from Queen and Slim. Uh, Daphne Keene is Dark Materials. Manny Jacinto from Nine Perfect Strangers. Oh, and the lead dude from Squid Game. Yeah, not Lee the Jung not Jay the old guy from Squid Game. The guy with like longish hair. The the dad. So, good. I'm excited about that. Whenever it comes out. Um, and uh, last but not least, uh, we talked about this a couple months ago. Talked about the Crow coming back, and. Um, usually we've heard, we've talked about the crow coming back multiple times and it never actually happened. They just finished filming Ooh, for the really? new crow movie. Yeah. Uh, so it is now in post-production. So it is actually coming out and it is a uh, starring. Uh, let's see. Yes. Starsguard as I'm assuming the crow. Is it going to be good or is it going to be another one of these crow reboots that is all just total shit? I do not know. The, the crow, if nothing else, needs to hold on to its whatever theme of each book is for it to be good. Because, like, a lot of times they were just they focused on the revenge part, and it just became like violence porn. Versus the fact that like the first one should have been or and was and why it was good, like love brought him back. And yes, the revenge was there, but still there and then i don't know then they went to like these more elaborate kills and less character work and i don't know 
So do we know if this is a remake or if this is a new Crow story? I hope it's a new Crow story. If it's a remake, I'm going to, I don't know. I'm going to come back and get revenge. Revenge on who? It's going to happen. Everyone involved. Fair enough. But anyone involved with, like, ruining one <laughs> of my like favorite movies. He's like the Crow Santa. <laughs> <laughs> he will have a lump of coal and something else. I'm not going to do violence to them. Well, you know, let's keep our options open. Well, I mean, let's 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 not be hasty. Yeah. I mean, let's not shut the door on any options. Yet. You know what I mean? Yeah. Let's see. Let's leave all the options on. Let's the see how it goes. But if you hear, there, there may uh, you'll, be you'll violence know, that's you, warranted. We haven't we seen it yet. I don't warranted. Know. Yeah, exactly. I mean, if if you see a story about a Hollywood producer that woke up to a a feces smeared crow logo on their doorstep. You'll know that I've made my decision. <laughs> that is or easy. wakes up, it, it, or if you go all Godfather on him and just leave like a like a head of a pig. That's where I was going with bed. it. But that's a head of a crow. But Greg, your your <laughs> um, your scenario was eerily specific. Anyway, yeah. let's move on. <laughs> I think you should leave one severed crow's head for every bad crow movie in the producer's bed. I don't want to kill crows. Okay, guys, we're we're about, we're moving on. Speaking of crazy people, that crazy people, uh, we're going to talk about Florida here. Um, I couldn't find one. I, did you find one? I did. I did. Yeah, again, it's one of those things where like you read a story and it's like, you know, oh, they were shooting at each other with children there. Yeah, that's not funny. <laughs> so I, I did. I did a little bit of deep dive. I found something. It did happen a week ago, but we should be good. Um. Uh, Omar, before I get started, can you um, would you mind taking a, a sip of your delightful beverage to clear your throat? Could you do that okay. for me? Okay. He wants the passage to be clear. I mean, okay, yeah, I did. I did. Took a sip of my. Okay. Um, anything good? Didn't taste weird or anything? Well, not not right now. Okay, cool. Because I want to tell you about a um, a Florida man that was accused of uh, trying to poison his coworker by pouring bleach into his beverage. Oh, good. Hold on a second. Let me take a sip of my. Drink. So there's there's correct ways to poison a coworker, uh -huh. where you are unable to taste, taste or smell the pro the thing, and then there's pouring bleach into your drink. Um, so this this genius, uh, <laughs> he worked a, a a if you're gasping for air momentarily, it might be just your cold, not any sort of poison. Yeah, don't don't worry uh, about it. Everything will be everything's fine. fine. Right. So in Deland, Florida, a Florida Dollar General employee has been arrested for pouring bleach into his coworker's drink after an argument. Uh, his name is Jerome Ellis, not the coworker, but the the bleach e. Uh, no, sorry, the bleach e or the bleacher, the bleacher is Jerome Ellis. Um, he, uh, I guess, his friend went to the bathroom and he was annoyed at his friend, so he poured a bunch of bleach into his coworker's can of Pepsi last Monday. I was going to say, I think "friend" is a strong term there. True, true. Um, so he, they got in an argument the day before. It was even the day before, so this dude held a grudge. Uh, put the drink on the counter, and he took a bunch of be uh, bleach. When he took a, when he came back from the bathroom and took another sip, he's like, wow, this smells and tastes like bleach. <laughs> so he um, so he called the police, which is good because <laughs> someone just tried to kill you. And uh, they looked at some, some video footage, some security footage. So this dude, like... Um, was not only 
asshole for doing that, but dumb enough to do it right in front of the security cameras. Yeah, I was gonna say. So not only was he an asshole, but he was a dipshit for doing it in front of the camera. And Bleak, could you pick? Could you have picked anything that has a stronger smell? Right. <clears throat> I mean, come on. <laughs> Fucking picture and him pouring the bleach in the soda can like he's doing some kind of commercial spot. As he's holding the, the, the bottle perfectly so that you can read the big comic letters bleach yeah. on the outside <laughs> as he dumps when, it into the soda can. <laughs> when I'm poisoning someone, I like to use new Clorox scentless bleach. <laughs> I like to use the lavender, but that's fine. Yeah. It's, <clears throat> it's Spring Island scent is perfect. Anyway, uh, the video, the deputies arrived at the store. They watch video footage. Um, the, the guy that did it um, not only in the video poured the bleach in the can, he then wiped off the can, like the side of it, and then left and came back and then spit into the drink. Um, he then told the police that, no, he wasn't trying to kill the guy. He spilled some cleaning supplies in the general uh, vicinity of the area. Now, mind you, what store has bleach around for cleaning, especially like a dollar store has <laughs> bleach around? For cleaning stuff, not the fact that, you know. But anyway, um, and he said he accidentally got a little bit around the brim of the drink and that his friend was going, you know, was lying to get him in trouble. So, um, wow. Yeah. Just wow. I don't even know where to go with that. That's, un- uh, Rob, would you like to enjoy a tasty beverage? <laughs> I would. <clears throat> don't mind the smell of Should bleach. Yeah. <clears throat> So. Interesting. My insides are so hardened you couldn't kill me. He he wakes up every morning and drinks and drinks a thimble full of bleach just to get him ready. That's right. Follow it up with some hydrochloric acid. I'm good to go. <laughs> uh, I guess it's time. <laughs> it. time for, Let's talk it some entertainment. Use die. So, uh, what do we want to do here? You want to you want to warm up with some uh, with some uh, short short tales? Sure, that sounds good. Let's do that. Do uh, Tales of the Jedi, which is a Disney Plus show that came out um, about a week ago. As we're recording this, it's it's um, end of October. Yeah, yeah, end of October. Um, there are six episodes, <clears throat> and they are. Uh, written by Dave Filoni. And uh, Dave Filoni, of course, is did the Clone Wars, and he is one of those Star Wars uber fans that gets it, gets the feeling of Star Wars. If he is involved in a show, it is likely going to be good. Although, um, I, believe he is... I will say, I believe you and I have renamed this the Dooku and Ahsoka Show. Yes, the, the Dooku and Ahsoka Show, um, which, which is true, because that's what it is. And it, that I find very interesting. As I believe we have said on the show many times, show us new stuff. And you can mine Star Wars as much as you want, but we knew nothing about Dooku's younger life when he was good, when he was a Jedi. Yeah, he uh, only got three of the episodes. Soka got like four or five. Yeah. Uh, you know, he was uh, Mace Windu's trainer, and, you know, the, it just, I don't know, it was, I thought it was very interesting. Um, it stars uh, Corey no, no, Burton. No, 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 but... Roll it back. What? Did I mess up? He was not Mace Windu's trainer. I thought he was. No. Or, no, Yoda was his. Yoda was his? 
Yoda was his was his master. He was Qui Gon Jinn's master. Okay, that's what it was. Mace Windu was another Jedi that uh, took the council spot uh, before he or before uh, 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 he was kind of a loose cannon. Gotcha. Uh, starring Corey Burton as the voice of Dooku, because Christopher Lee is no more. Ashley Eckstein as Ahsoka. D. Bradley Baker, we've talked about him a couple times, as Captain Rex. Uh, Ian McDermott as Darth Sidious. That's pretty cool that he's back. Um, I'm just looking at the main names here, so we're not like... Uh, Clancy Brown is pretty cool as the Inquisitor. You know of Clancy Brown. but um, As well as a host of other very awesome Star Wars voice actors. Uh, what'd you think? Um, I, I was, I, I, well, I went into this thinking it was Old Republic area, and it, it actually was not. It was all just, uh, Jedi that we're all familiar with. Um, so, I mean, it was, it was okay. Um, I didn't really like the first episode, the one about baby Ahsoka. Um, but all the other episodes she was, after she was that, adorable. So. She was, she was adorable. But all the other episodes after that weren't actually weren't actually bad. I I liked the three Dooku episodes because it actually showed you his transition from Jedi to Sith, and it actually got me thinking a little bit more about the Gray Jedi and how I'd really love to see some more stories about the Gray Jedi. Those you know the in between ones, yeah, like the well, the, isn't. I thought Ahsoka became one, didn't she? She Possibly. did. Yeah. yeah. The Grey Jedi are the ones that don't that don't really believe in the the black and white path of the of the Jedi or the Sith. They think there is some gray area in between, and that's why they call them the Grey Jedi. So they're they're not always you know by the book, and they're not and they're not just, like, super evil looking for world domination. They will do some things that might be questionable to the regular Jedi to accomplish their mean, to accomplish their goals. But, um, yeah. I, I, I would like to see more stories about some of the Grey Jedi. Yeah, I agree. Because There's I think some... they're, I think those are more human characters, and I think they would make better stories. Mm-hmm. You know so I mean? it is of the style, uh, for the most part of the Clone Wars style, just a little bit updated. Um, yeah, it's a little more, a little more modern, and less angular. But looks the show looks good. It it sounds good, of course. Um, I thought it felt, told an interesting story, and they're bite sized too. Like this is a great show. In fact, this is what I did. It's a great show for like taking a quick lunch break. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they're lunch, only like fifteen watch. twenty minutes. Yeah, like. So I think one's like 10 minutes, 11 minutes. But either way, you watch those the little shows. Um, that's what I was doing. And it gets your little Star Wars fix for the day. And then uh, continue on with your day. So you know, definitely check it out. Um, and I'm assuming that you know they'll tell more tales if this does well. And that's really, I mean, it's hard to say much more without spoiling anything. But if you want to learn more about Ahsoka, if, you're, if you saw Ahsoka in, like, what... Uh, was it Boba Fett or Mandalorian, or both? Mandalorian. Mandalorian season two. Um, it's all I'm washed now. Two. But if you saw three, if you saw Ahsoka and you're like, who the hell is this, and why does everyone like her? Because you didn't watch the animated stuff, which happened to a lot of people. Uh, this might be a way of learning a little bit more about her. Yeah, because um, when she was introduced to Mandalorian, Star Wars nerds lost their friggin' minds. Yeah. 
And I know because I lost my freaking mind. Mm-hmm. As did I. Even though I knew it was coming, but it was just the way they introduced her. Okay. So. Now it is your time. Are we doing Enola Holmes 2? I, I don't know if I, I have the energy right now to be as mad as I am about the Blockbuster show. <laughs> I want to listen to Greg Rant, so I'll go ahead and do Enola Holmes 2. And we'll just get okay. right into that. Um, okay. You do that. I'm going, I'm going to mute myself for one second because I do have to look up a quote from Blockbuster okay. that I forgot to look up. So Enola Holmes 2 actually came out uh, this past week. It was released on November 4th of this year, 2022. It's directed by Harry Bradbeer. And it does have Millie Bobby Brown returning as the title character in Nola Holmes. It's also got Henry Cavill as Sherlock Holmes. Uh, we're also joined this time by David Thewlis, Lewis Partridge, Susan Wacoma, Adil Akhtar, uh, Sharon Duncan Brewster, and Helena Bonham Carter. The synopsis for this movie is now a detective for hire, Enola Holmes takes on her first official case to find a missing girl as the sparks of a dangerous conspiracy ignite a mystery that requires the help of friends and Sherlock himself to unravel. Now, th this movie did have some of the charming things that made the first Enola Holmes movie so good. There was... It, I did not like this movie quite as much. It focused less on Enola herself and some of her eccentricities and stuff like that. And it focused more on the case, which, which you know, in retrospect, isn't a bad thing. Um, and it did involve a little bit more cooperation between her and her brother Sherlock. So you saw a little bit more of that. The, the cases kind of merged and meshed so the case that she was working ended up being related to the case that Sherlock was working and they ended up kind of working together. And I mean, I don't want to ruin too much of the story, but they left it and it's like, Oh, the ending was really sweet. And it looks like that'll be a uh, opportunity for them to actually <clears throat> even continue a little bit more. Um, but the, the story was fun. Um, there was a little bit more, I mean, while there was always some interest between her and Lord Tewksbury, um, there was a little bit more romantic involvement in this movie than in the previous one. Um, the the villain played by David Thewlis, uh, who you probably will know as uh, Professor Lupin from Harry Potter. Yes, the werewolf. Yep. Yes. Um, no, I'm sorry, I had something oh, in my throat. That's that's fair. He uh, <laughs> he plays one of the one of the villains in this, and there's like this whole big conspiracy, and she like she tries to unravel <clears> it, and you see, I mean, you know, it, it like any like any good Sherlock Holmes uh, mystery, they kind of work you through it, they take you through it, and you know, you see her work it out and everything like that. And there's there's a bunch of uh, situations she gets herself into that she gets out of some, she has help getting out of others. Um. It, it it was it was pretty enjoyable. I I mean I was I was locked in for the entire movie. Um, didn't really have any problems with that. It was entertaining. There was enough action. There was some comedy. Um, ultimately, I didn't really like it as much as the first one. But you know, I mean, the movie itself is still good and it's it's cute. And I I really like Henry Cavill as Sherlock Holmes. By the way, Henry Cavill is pretty good in a lot of the stuff. And Millie Bobby Brown is great. I, I look forward to seeing more Millie Bobby Brown. 
yeah, that's I'm game for that movie that I like. I like all those Sherlock Holmes things. I never saw the first one. And I like the the way they do like solving crimes and yes, sniffing around for clues, literally. For the for the type of for the type of movie uh, that this is, the whole breaking of the fourth wall thing works really well in this in in this series. They they did it in the first one. They do it in this one where she actually breaks and talks to the audience that's watching the movie. Um and it's not it's not excessive or anything like that, but it, in in my opinion it works. So that's that's one of the other aspects that I think that I think works for this movie and and helps it to stand out and move along. I I definitely recommend it. If if you liked the first one, definitely check it out. It like I said, not as good as the first one, but if if you like it, if you like these types of movies, it's it's definitely worth it. Gotcha. Alrighty. I really wanted to watch the first one. I somehow didn't, and then I knew there was going to be a second one. I'm like, oh, I'll watch this first one before I watch the second one, and none of that has happened. But it will. Maybe. It will eventually. I think we'll be sitting here when Enola Holmes 3 comes out, and you'll be like, oh, I still haven't seen the first one yet. <laughs> Back in episode two sixty one, episode two sixty two, I said I would watch it, and uh, it's now episode three hundred, and I haven't. Um, it's now episode three hundred and seventy. Do I have to rev up my anger now? Do I have to? Uh, I've upped mine. It's time for you to up yours. Uh, <laughs> are we doing blockbuster? Apparently, did 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 he just say up yours to me? <laughs> I did. Yes, take another deep sip of your beverage there. <laughs> you taste? Do you taste the bitter almonds? The bitter almond. The answer is no, you don't. Do you taste the polonium? No, you've hidden them very well. <coughs> taste the, I did, thank you. And the polonium, yeah. Uh, if either of you actually die tonight, I'm fucked. <laughs> <laughs> the way I'm feeling lately, death would be welcome. <laughs> no, you won't be because it's on your computer. You could just delete it before you post it. No, but I'm, I'm not going to waste this perfectly good content. Come on. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> It's for it's worth it. It's for the art. Yeah, yeah. It'll be our most listened to episode. Did this host actually kill his? <laughs> well, being nowhere near them. Okay, we are going to talk about the TV show Blockbuster. Uh, several months ago, we found out this was going to be a thing. There was, of course, a documentary about the last Blockbuster, and uh, <laughs> Rob and I worked at Blockbuster in the past. Uh, one of my customers uh, was uh, Omar. Often, periodically. Yeah. Who never, ever, ever got to rent what he wanted to. I remember that very distinctly. <laughs> I don't remember that, but that sounds right. <laughs> You'd always be like this. I'd be like, oh, you should rent this. This sounds good. You'd be like, yeah, we, I should rent that. And then you weren't able to for some okay. reason. But anyway, uh, this show came out on November 3rd on Netflix, as I've already said. It stars Randall Park, who uh, was awesome in Ant-Man. In, yeah, the uh, FBI agent from Ant-Man. Also, uh, he's in, I think, just off the boat or fresh off the boat. He was, well, was in that. And great in WandaVision, Melissa Fumero from Brooklyn Nine-Nine, uh, Olga Meredes, Tyler Alvarez, Madeline Arthur, J.B. Smoove from Curb Your, Enthousi- Curb Your Enthusiasm, um, Kam- uh, Kamala Faburn, and Dan Shea. Now, um, this is a 30-minute style sitcom-type comedy set in the last blockbuster. Um, as I said, I was super excited about this. This is probably the reason why I have not watched some of the other stuff. And um, 
from the very first episode, I was like, oh, swing and a miss. Mm. Um, I did continue hate watching it for you people out there. Um, mm. But the uh, Omar, tell me what you thought. You said you watched it. I choked down two episodes. Okay, so you also did uh, not like it. Here's my, I have got a number of <clears throat> things. One, okay. if I'm watching something that was made for a streaming service, I don't want the vibe of a network sitcom. Like you, you mentioned it, like you, you even just said that a minute ago, you referenced that. I don't want, the only thing this was missing was a laugh track in commercials. <clears throat> sure. It definitely didn't have a laugh track in my it, house. There, I don't think there, yeah, exactly. Well, well said. Um, it was a cricket track. It was a cricket, you're right. No, it was a snoring French, it was a snoring French bulldog, actually. It, 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 it was the only sound in my room. It, it's just, it was, but it's a sitcom that, that doesn't even, it, the, you know what? The best word I can think of is basic. <laughs> It's just a basic sitcom. That's yep. That formulaic, formulaic is, is exactly the word I was thinking the whole time. It's it's so formulaic. The jokes are such an obvious setup, and even JB Smoove, yeah. who is hilarious, but not yeah. in this because he was just you know this is different than what he when he does like Im- improv type stuff like on Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yeah, he's really funny, there- but. He, there's a lot of there's a lot of things. So first of all, yes, the sitcom feel like I totally thought that they were going to do this more like a an office type show, or Brooklyn Nine Nine, where it's like a the camera crew, fake documentary kind of thing. Yeah, so I thought that that would have been better. Um, the formulaic part, actually, since you have not seen it, Rob, um, I I don't know that I'm going to based upon what you guys are telling. I would say don't waste. No, I mean, I had plans. I was going to actually reach out to some of my old Blockbuster like people I worked with and see if they wanted to come on and we could just like have fun with it. But it was so bad that I was like, Ugh. I didn't. Because I'm still friends with some of them. Um, <laughs> you wouldn't be if you made them watch it. Yeah, true. Um, so, for example, whenever you're watching a what you consider a formulaic show, especially some, think something set in a, a video store, um, you're going to get, what, the the college kid that hasn't quite settled into college and he's working at a video store because he wants to be what when he grows up a director a director yep boom check that box you knew that character was going to be there um the young girl who is who doesn't know really anything about movies and she's like the well i'm not she's not a millennial what are they called now like the the 18 year old high school person there so what is she what is her solution to everything Making what? TikToks? Yep. Boom. Oh, yeah, done. TikTok videos. Yeah. You could have written this show, Rob. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, the, so the, the lead, uh, Randall Park in this case, he, of course, is you know the 40-year-old man-child because they have to have that. And who does he have a crush on? Who do, you know, doesn't know it? Yep. Yep. There you go. Um, I fucking wrote it, this show. Yeah, like, and you knew, like, the second they started bantering, I'm like, oh, this is going to be that person, this is going to be that person. And then on top of that, and we've had this discussion periodically in person and even last week on the show, um, you know, about social critique, social commentary and stuff like that, which I don't have any problem with it as long as it's not 
if it's it's not the way people were talked. Like people don't talk like that. Like no one is like you're going to be canceled if you do that unless they're being. No one says that seriously. They'll say it sarcastically, right? And like people will say it seriously yeah. in the show. Which it, it's like these little tiny things that people. So like it's funny because there's a clip in this that people keep on like referring to when they talk about the show because when he so first of all the other big thing the manager of the store is shocked and surprised when he finds out that the previous the other blockbuster has closed down and that the corporate office is, is you know being ransacked and stuff so he's shocked that he's the last blockbuster nine-year-olds nine-year-olds would know that and then he, of course, stands up on the counter and does this whole, like, Independence Day-style speech, literally, Independence Day. Like, you know, this is – we're fighting annihilation, right. that kind of thing. Quoting Independence um, Day. Yeah. And then Melissa Fumero's character leans in and is like, isn't it ironic that this – so he's taking – he's talking about how Blockbuster became a small business fighting against the giant corporation that is Netflix – uh, and she says, isn't it ironic that these small business taking a stand against the big corporation in the scenario is actually a franchise of a once huge corporation named after the exact type of big corporate movies that killed off smaller movies? Uh, can we get a script editor? Like, everyone loves that line. That's not what anyone says, ever. <laughs> yeah, it was um, It was hard like, to watch. And I don't, care if I, I don't care if I agree with it. I don't care if I don't agree with it. No one talks like that. And when you're taking good actors and actresses and making them say this, Drek, like, you can almost see halfway through the line where she's like, what the Rolling her eyes. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so it's like stuff like that. Um, you meant you – oh, there's also um, – th there was one line that I laughed at where – because he – it's a girl I didn't actually talk about. It's the girl that's kind of pretty strawberry blonde um, and uh, – she doesn't know anything about movies. So they're trying to pick someone to fire and without saying like, you know, she's there because she's pretty, uh, they, she, they, they do like a callback to some moment from her past, uh, you know, when they're trying to be like, well, she kind of doesn't do anything. So she says, uh, so you might get some calls from angry parents. Cause I accidentally confused hungry caterpillar with human centipede. Like that is actually That's good. writing. Funny. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it is also, I believe a stolen joke from, um, Possibly South Park, but it's still funny. Whatever, I'll take it. I'm not sure if it actually is. It's the funniest moment in the show. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> um, so that was that was awful. Um, the There was a kind of a level of depression. It didn't feel at all like a blockbuster. Like, my blockbuster had more entertaining hijinks, and we were quite literally next to one of the corporate offices, so we couldn't goof off. Oh, there's but, a corporate office here? Or was? There was there was a corporate office next to that CD store that was on you know you you uh -huh. my blockbuster. There's that CD store on the corner yeah. near the shell. It was like the rest of the building. Really? There. Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah. Hmm. Um, I didn't know that either. Yeah. It was so like they would go to that office and then we would see all the suits because it was the main office was in Fort Lauderdale. We'd see the suits would like start there and like start walking across the street towards our store and we would always be like, oh shit, here they come. <laughs> Because we were the, the t we were actually the top money making store for several years, um, top highest volume store. Oh wow! Okay, yeah, yay! I I can say that on my uh, resume, I guess. Like Blockbuster, 
What are you, 90? <laughs> yes. 19. Sir, sir, do you need someone to help you to your car? We don't want anyone to fall in the parking lot. <laughs> um, no, so that, like, that, was, that was bad. Like, the office didn't look like the office there. Like, the office was like, it almost looked like this, like, above ground, like, living room type situation that he was in. Like, when he was in, the off- in his office, it, I thought he was at his house. So that was weird. Um, the other thing is, isn't the 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 last blockbuster? Isn't it in like Portland or something? Yeah, it's it's in Bend, Oregon. Well, yeah. this one's in Michigan. Yeah, they moved it to Michigan, and Why? as we know, <laughs> nothing nothing good happens in Michigan, <laughs> Scott. Scott. <laughs> oh, ouch! Everything good is in Michigan. <clears throat> But why change it? That this doesn't make it just it just seems unnecessary. No reason whatsoever. It's an unnecessary change. Right. Maybe maybe for Scott. I felt maybe that, they did it for Scott. I felt that this would have been better being set uh ten years earlier, if not more, to where Blockbuster is at the height of everything and have the humor be built on the you know, the the fact that Netflix tried to po- to partner with Blockbuster, and Blockbuster was like, "No one's going to want to do that." And then start seeing the crumbling. Not ever have every episode like them trying to save stuff. Like the humor would have been better. That's a good one. In in yeah. doing that, that's a really good idea. And it just like why set it at the most depressing time? Well, and like it, yeah, I, th- that's one thing. But it could have. It, you know, I think anything can be done uh, a certain way and be done correctly. This just it, – it, it just came off so sitcom-y that it just doesn't work. It just doesn't work in my you – know. Yeah, and I think another one of the things – another one of the little things I had a problem with is all of the actors are so, like, fresh-faced and – I'm going to say well-spoken and whatever that I didn't believe that any of them were those people. Like, like Randall Park's supposed to be some sort of man child who, whose parents divorced and it ruined his entire life. And she's supposed to be like a Harvard dropout. They can't stop talking about having gone to Harvard. And it's just, it just, it missed. And like, even if I did that, even I totally said that you're like, okay, so you have a character that went to Harvard for one year and like, by the way, this show was was written in part by one of the people that did Superstore. I see. That. And one of the main characters in Superstore was a big college dropout that was supposed to be like good at everything and then just burned out. And it's basically the same character, just you know, That's funny because it did kind of remind me of Superstore at one point. Just like the style of it. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Um and the, the problem, I mean, I'm, I've, I'm reviewing it now. I've only gone up to episode four, and it was one of those things where I'm like, okay, well, the first episode, it's a little bit cumbersome. Second episode, a little bit cumbersome. Third episode, I watched, I'm pretty sure I was either dorking around on my phone or actually in a coma because um, I don't remember it at all. And then I watched the fourth episode right before we were recording just to make sure I wasn't off base here. I was not off base. No, definitely so, not off base. I don't, I don't remember the second episode, much of it. Was that the street party one or was that the first episode? Street party was first one. The second one was trying to figure out who to fire. And yes, then that okay. girl so um, was. just ends up quitting. 
the, the girl that was like the TikTok girl who's technically J.B. Smoot's, Smoot's daughter, daughter exactly. in the show. Yeah. In, the, in the show, she like, yeah, not in real life. Yeah. Quits. <clears throat> I don't know. There's just – there's so much good stuff that they could – like seriously, dude, they could have like taken any stories from my blockbuster and it would have been better. Like they didn't even have like have a it single. Like they could have taken stories from any blockbuster, and it would have been. Better. That's what I'm saying. Like they didn't even have like the weird customers. Like there was so far, I've not seen anything with a weird customer, and like our blockbuster was riddled with that. <laughs> like we still like me and like we still talk about them. The people from my store, like we'll still be like, oh, who was that lady that used? To... Like there was a lady that came in. She was like one of those old like older workout ladies that she was probably in her fifties at the time, but we were all like twenty. And she was always trying to get me to go home with her to help her with her VCR and DVD player. Oh my god! Always. And I'm like, I don't get off until I don't get off until after midnight. And she's like, Oh well, could you stop by on your way home? No, I cannot. Uh, <laughs> that's like always. That's... And she always was wearing like work like um, umbros and like one of those like oh. tank tops with like workout bra underneath. <laughs> That's so funny. And then there was the dude that came in, and this is also this sounds like a clerk's reference, but it's true. There was the dude that came in all the time asking for porn. And when we in, assured him there was no porn in the store, he would always be like, okay, well, what's the thing you have that's the closest to porn? Well, Jesus Christ, man. Oh my God. Like, I mean, mind you, the internet wasn't quite as <clears throat> accessible back then, but like... Like, there's only so many times you can like rent wild I was orchids. Say, like, we have an extra copy of nine and a half weeks for you. Too. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah, just... right. Like it says here, you've actually rented this ten times right. in a row. Your your copy of nine and a half weeks is three years overdue. <laughs> yeah, it's, like come on, man. <sighs> And when you return Cruel Intentions, for some reason the box was stuck together. I couldn't get it out. I don't know. What was that all about? That's so stupid. Flesh Gordon 2. Oh, my God. Uh, did you have any crazy customers, Rob? I know we're, we're going off on a rant here, but we have time. We, we, we did. Um, I, but it, it, wasn't, it wasn't anything quite that bad. I mean, I had people come into the store and try and uh, start shit. I had one guy come in. He was he was mad that he had late fees and I wouldn't let him rent and he he actually came to our store because the the point in the Congress location um, turned him away so he came to our store knowing that he had like fifty dollars in late fees and I wouldn't let him rent until he paid them and so he started tipping over tables and shit. Oh damn! Um, wow. Yeah, I, I had Florida to have man. him. I had to have him uh, thrown out. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you, you threaten to call the cops, and they're like, go ahead. When they get here, they'll just tell me to leave. It's like, and... Uh, well, okay, at the end of the day, you'll be gone. Which <laughs> yeah. is fine. My problem yeah. is solved. And, and and my philosophy was, you know, they, they, might, they might go over my head and get what they want from my manager, but they weren't going to get it from me. And... You know, they were going to be saying, that motherfucker, he can't do this to me. And I and I always told my employees, you know where he'll be saying it? Out in the fucking parking Correct. lot. <laughs> you know, I was, it was, my other big thing was I was a manager for a year. I never got paid for being a manager because really? the woman that trained me, which is actually at your store, in the midst of training me and signing off on all my stuff, our district manager left a sexually explicit voicemail on the on her phone because they were 
they were screwing each other behind their their spouses' backs. Oh yeah, that was the Del Rey story. Yeah, I remember that. Oh, yeah, it was Del Yeah, so she never signed off because the the dude that was the not only that, but the dude was a dick. He was always like like we would have a line to the back of the store, and he'd be like, "Why are there no balloons for the kids?" I'm like, "Because they don't fucking care." And I was in the process of getting a marketing degree, and I knew more than this dude. I'm like, the people just want to get their movie and go home. They don't give a shit. They don't want people stopping running the cash registers to make balloons, which is a whole other thing. But he was he left a message about like, you know, I wish I could taste your pussy right now, just like crazy stuff, which got them both, which I think got just him fired. Yeah. Because she, cause she played dumb, but she never signed off on my shit and got moved to a different store. So I never got paid. Oh, that ain't right. <laughs> like I got paid regular salary, but yeah, that's not cool. Anyway, okay. Blockbuster stories are okay, actually so fun. the last five or six minutes listening to you guys infinitely interesting, especially compared to the show. <laughs> like I was really enjoying listening to those stories; like they were good. And it real, and I realized, like, oh god, we're talking about the show that is not anywhere near what just uh, what I just heard from you guys. So you're right. So, so maybe we should have some of my former blockbuster employees come on. They are they are fairly in like entertaining. Yeah, those stories are super interesting. Crazy ass blockbuster stories. Yeah. Talk of the kid that called in sick because he ate too much cookie dough. Okay. There's that. <laughs> yeah. That's good. That's good stuff. The, the customer who made up a story, and uh, and made us um, write letters of apology to him, and. And then tried to do it again, and they told him to go fuck himself. Wait, what? <laughs> I didn't know about that one. That's nice. Okay. That's yeah, we we had a we had a customer who came in and basically lied, got us all in trouble, lied through his teeth, got us all in trouble, made a made a couple of us write apology letters, and the district manager backed this up and made us. And I'm like, are are you fucking kidding me? No, I'm not. And finally, you know, I wrote it and. The letter that I wrote was not the letter that they sent him. They just rewrote it and told and basically said, I want you to know I've been reprimanded and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, you asshole, I'm not signing this shit. Um, not for not for four dollars and seventy five cents an hour back. Hell then. no. But then he went to the um, to the other store where one of my one of my um, managers went to. He moved to that store and took over that store. Um, but he confronted him there. And, you know, he, he wouldn't let him rent or he wouldn't let him do something. And he got in his face and was like, don't you recognize the name? Yeah, I got a letter from him once. I'll get you fired this time. And he was like, whoa, what? And then he looked at the name and was like, oh, all right. And <laughs> then he tried to say that the guy threat that uh, that my manager had threatened him and and tried to physically assault him. And then they went back and looked at the video and they came back to him and said, yeah, no, he didn't do that. You're making all of this up. You need to take your business elsewhere. Nice. I, I can do. I'll do one last one here. Um, I was in the back getting the candy ready, and I was, Is that so a was you know the big metal. Yes, I was getting the candy ready. I was, I was, I was uh, counting the gummies as it as it were, stacking the popcorn. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, but you know the, they had that big metal cabinet. You know the the one that teachers have to the really tall one with the two Absolutely. metal doors. So on top of it. Someone had put one of the Lucite things that hangs on the front of the shelves for, like, new releases and stuff. And it was on top of the cabinet, but the doors were open, and it was balanced across the open door. So I'm on the ground, and I push the door closed, 
causing it to actually fall, and the corner of it takes a very large chunk out of my head. Uh. Oops. Because it, it fell all the way to the ground, and I was like, ah, fuck. Like, it hurt, but, you know, dumb college kid at the time. So I didn't even think anything of it. I just thought it, I just thought it hit me hard. And that back room was kind of hot, so, like, I was a little bit sweaty and stuff. You like this, don't you? Me with a head wound, sweaty. That's, in, that's, that's your thing, isn't it, Omar? Yeah. <laughs> go on. Keep going. Yeah, keep talking. Know. Keep talking. I'm almost there. <laughs> can you, can you so I stagger out of the more, room please? with, like, that. Yeah, so I stagger out of the room with that, like, the soda tray holder with all full of candy and shit. And I'm like, I walk up, and I walk, the, I walk past a customer, and they have this look on their face like, holy shit. And then I get up to the counter and I'm putting shit away. And then this police officer comes, like, happened to be a police officer there. He's like, you need to come out to my car right now. I'm like, what the fuck did I do? <laughs> I walk out. He's like, no. He's like, you've got blood pouring yeah, out of your head. It was just head. running down the center of my forehead and, like, splitting on my nose. <laughs> so I, I had taken a chunk out of my head. No idea. Oh, my God. That's so funny. <laughs> so, like, I ended up getting, like, not stitches, but, like, the dude was, like, pulled some Band-Aids out of the back of his car and was like, here. He's like, are you okay? I'm like, other than the fact that I just dropped a shelf on my head, yeah. <laughs> Anyway, that that's th- that right there. You don't have to watch Blockbuster anymore, people, because yeah. that. In fact, we recommend me, that you don't, because it sounds like it's a absolutely terrible show. Uh, it is currently one of the lowest ranked sh- uh, TV shows, which they consider it TV, even though it's streaming on uh, uh, Rotten Tomatoes, and it's at like twenty two percent right now, and that's like unheard of. Like it's very hard for because they're usually nicer about TV shows and streaming shows on mm. there. Um, because it's usually you know a, a broader uh, sample size than a movie, so yeah, it's uh it is ungood, and I'm sad about that because I was really excited about it. Now, uh, it, it, I guess that's it, right? I think that is it. Yeah, so but, that was me being angry. But the nostalgic show blockbuster, although not so nostalgic. Did bring us up to tonight's question. Yes. What was that question again, Greg? <sighs> because Blockbuster is almost gone, and it did bring back some nostalgia, uh, we decided that our question of the week should be uh, businesses. doesn't have to be restaurants or stores. It can just be any business that has gone out of business, like a chain, that you miss. So, like, could be a could be a restaurant, could be a store, whatever. Um so uh, this actually brought me back, and I probably ended up missing some because there's quite a few that I had to, like, sift through. Uh, Omar, did you get a chance to do this, by the way? Um, no, but I can do that real quick. Okay, so you're going to do that yeah. because uh, he, he that. has been comatose. Oh, very much so. Um, or you can just agree with us as me and Rob go. <clears throat> like, yeah, that's just, one of mine. Just nod your head and say, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, good. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, uh, Rob, you go first, you All son right. of a... Motherless goat. Um, well, there was one. There was one that I went to all the time, and I know it. I couldn't even tell you the difference between this store and the store that is currently that is still currently around. Okay. But when I was in high school, the the bookstore that I went to most frequently was Borders. Yay. Hell yeah. And I don't remember the difference between Borders and Barnes and Noble, but Borders was my store of choice, and it may just be because Borders was the one that was closest. Well, and at that time, Barnes and Noble wasn't here yet. Barnes and Noble came here. Yeah, Bar- Barnes and Noble, the first one was near FAU, yeah. right? 
and that that didn't come to much was, later. It was what Borders and B Walton. B. Dalton. B. Dalton, B. Dalton was the one that was always in, in uh, yeah. malls. Yeah. <clears throat> and for the longest time, I thought that was a, a Christian bookstore because someone told me it was. My mom, my parents told me it was a Christian bookstore, but I think they were just telling me that because they didn't want me to go in and spend money. Huh. So it wasn't until like high school that I actually realized it was just a cool bookstore. Huh. There you go. Okay, my, so Borders is number five. My number four, four number three, it's kind of like, uh, you know, uh, interchangeable. Um, both toy stores, KB Toys. I miss KB Toys. I used to love going there and getting my garbage pail kids and then going and just wandering the aisles. It was a tiny store, so there wasn't a whole lot to it. But the scaled up version, Toys R Us. Yep. Loved, loved both of those stores. Um, so that's my four and my three. My number two. I don't know if you guys remember this or if you went to it, but this was something that I did with my family numerous times. You remember the Ponderosa? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you remember uh, Rachel's adult cabaret? <laughs> what the hell did you do? I, what did you do with your family? <laughs> I loved the Ponderosa as a kid, and it was largely because after the, after the buffet was done, they had that unlimited soft serve ice cream thing in the center. and I could just get uh, as much soft serve as I wanted. Look at that. That's nice. Loved that place as a kid. Um, but I actually just found out Ponderosa is still around. And there's a fucking Ponderosa in Kissimmee. Really? Yes. Oh, I thought you were going to say it's still around, but it's only in Rwanda. <laughs> yeah, No, they're, the, the one in Kissimmee is the only Ponderosa in the southeast. Interesting. It is huh. literally the only one in Florida. And it's right near where we it's it's near where we live. I was like, "Damn, I dude, might field have trip to, go to the Ponderosa." I, if you go to the Ponderosa without me, there's gonna be some words. We we will we will talk and we will go to the Ponderosa. But most of the 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 remaining Ponderosas are all in the uh, Northeast. So I'm looking forward to getting food poisoning with you. I think there's only something like 47 or 49 Ponderosas yeah. left, and there's only one in Florida. Gotcha. So what is your number one? My number one. You you know it, you know. Gotcha. It. We just talked about it. It's Blockbuster. Nice. I I miss going to Blockbuster and walking the walking the aisles, picking out a movie or picking out a game. I mostly I miss you know the because that was something that you did for sleepovers. You had friends over or like a family night or something like that. You went, you picked out a movie or you picked out a game, and you spent the night watching the movie or playing. It was a good time. It was. And you just don't get that. So, uh, and the people, I mean, for me at least, the people that worked there were all awesome. Like, yeah. Just people that we could just, you know, it really movie was conversations. Like yeah. Like you make movie conversations, you would get done with work and you pop a movie up on the screen or just pick one person's house and go to it. And it was cool. Not that 50 uh, year old lady's house in the Umbros. Well, you know. If we when we're off the air, I'll tell you some story. No, that didn't happen. I refused. Sometimes <laughs> you gotta do what you gotta do, you know. Yeah, yeah. I still remember her name too. I'm not gonna say it. <laughs> I still remember the guy's name that made me write the letter. We should murder him. We should. Yeah, that guy just sounds like. I, I know some. I know some good poisoning tricks now. Involving bleach. You'll notice Omar has been oddly quiet. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. uh... 
I've got an honorable mention, and it was actually on my list, and I read why it went out of business, and that's why it got moved to an honorable mention. Uh, do you remember Chi-Chi's, the Mexican yeah. chain restaurant? Uh, we used to go there. Was, my family I was the, like, the only like non-all-American food place that my family would bring me to because my parents were like boring when it came to food. Um, so we would go to Chi-Chi's because they, they actually liked that one. Um, Chi-Chi's actually went out of business because it, it had, and I believe still has, the record of having the largest hepatitis A outbreak in the United States history. Nice. Wow. <laughs> Set so, that bar high, baby. Just wow. Yep. So, so I it made me realize I didn't miss it quite as much as I thought. <laughs> I did. That's amazing. Uh, so I so I did switch things up. Um, that's when Borders made it to number five, which is the same as yours. So we already talked mm-hmm. about that. Um, Media Play was my CD slash movie slash actually had some collectibles type toys. Uh, in the late 90s and early 2000s when I was in college and it just you know it was a place I could actually afford to buy CDs and it, there was that was a big thing back then because you couldn't just download stuff uh, number three actually in some ways is kind of number one it is the one I think of most recent most frequently as being something I miss so much mm-hmm. but it just there's other two for nostalgia purposes that are up there. But Kenny Rogers Roasters. Oh, good one. Yeah. I miss that chicken and cornbread so much. It was oh, so good. It's actually still, like, really popular, I think, in, like, Japan or Korea or something. But um, that food was so good. Like, I wish I knew the marinade of the chicken because I would make it. I'm sure it's online somewhere. Uh, number – and I don't know. Number one and two are, are – you can swap them. Toys R Us and Blockbuster. I have Blockbusters too, and Toys R Us is number one. Toys R Us was went out of business right, be- right before I started collecting toys again, which is extremely inconvenient or yeah. convenient depending on financial things. But it was like literally what, like two miles from my house, maybe three. <laughs> like the, yeah. the Toys R Us. Um, and on top of that, it went out of business be- like right before my kids started getting into like cool toys, like. He was playing with like you know the the ones that didn't have any articulation because kids would like swallow right. stuff, and then it went out of business. And he was like, you know, Daddy, I want action figures and Lego. And I'm like, damn it! So, <laughs> Toys R Us is I will say number one, Blockbuster number two. Nice. And, All uh, right. Does, okay, um, Omar. Does Spirit Halloween count? No, because it's it'll be back. every year they go out of business. Yeah, <laughs> except for online. <clears throat> I think that's by design. And it's always interesting to see. So the, currently they are residing in Pier 1. They were in, uh, what were they in? Like, they were in Circuit Cities for a while. Um, and and then uh, Sports Authorities for a little while. Were you able to do your top five list while we were rambling on? Absolutely. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, number f- My number five is because Kmart. I picked this one because it's. I think I've only gone into the place maybe twice in my life. It was it's just in my memories of of the mall and whatnot. This was always there, and I feel like every mall should still have one. Um, Radio Shack. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's just like comforting to know there was a Radio Shack if I needed. It was yeah. always the place that you completely forgot about until mm-hmm. you need like a random sized fuse from Correct. like some capacitor or something. Yeah, like a switch <laughs> from something. That you bought from like Singapore. Yes, exactly. And fuse fuses was the what I was gonna say as well. Like just random. And I, again, I think I've only been in one like 
maybe twice in my life, but it was just one of those Like a things. converter. I need to turn a phone line into a power cord. <laughs> oh, we have that. <laughs> um, the other four are really in no particular order because they're all great. Um, honestly, in no particular order. Um, definitely, I miss Blockbuster. Um, I definitely, more so than Toys R Us, definitely KB stores, KB toys, for sure. <clears throat> Sorry. Um, although Toys R Us was fine, but KB, R- Rob, you nailed it. It was like small, and it was like, I don't know, it's like homey, you know? Um, Always had that little stuffed animal dog that would bark and then do a backflip. Yeah, that's front. right. Always. That's right. I forgot about that. Um, and then I just missed the bookstores and music stores. Like, uh, I loved Specs and Peaches. Yeah, like, I, Specs was on my list, actually. Yeah, Specs yeah. and Peaches were great down here. Um, uh, and like the bookstores, uh, the any of the ones that were in the mall, like B. Dalton. Um, there was a second one. Gosh, I can't remember the name of it. Um, and. And then there was Borders, but there was an, there was two in the mall at one point. There was like B. Dalton over by like B. Steers. Dalton, which was like around the corner from like the, all the wealthy stores. Yeah, and then there was another one too. They were at, yeah, at one point. Yeah. Yes. And then there was also two music. At one point, there was like a Specs on one side of the mall. And there was another music store, and I can't remember the name of it, on the other side of the mall. Like literally on the other side. But it was... I remember it was weird because the uniforms, like they had to wear like bow ties, which I thought yep. was asinine. Like I just, cause I, I love that store. Cause I was able to buy a Megadeth album like a month beforehand. Cause I didn't fucking care. They just put it on the shelf. I still remember walking in and being like, wait, I can get countdown to extinction like a month earlier. Really? That's, that's funny. Cause back then I was probably hanging out with you at the time. Maybe, but I don't, I mean, I don't remember that specific thing, but yeah, who knows? We might've been, <laughs> there at the same like together. I don't know. I don't remember that countdown and... to extinction. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, no. I was just, I was, I was just kind of laughing to myself about countdown to extinction. Was that all of your list? Yeah, because it's like the music's music stores, bookstores, blockbuster, KB, and Radio Shack. Um, Honorable mention. Um. Oh God. Sharper image. Oh, I yes. forgot about Sharper Image. I loved it with all the with all the gadgets up front yeah. that you could walk in and see. And, and, and when you were a teenager, they would always get pissed off if you sat in the massage chair. Yep, yep. <clears throat> and then Brookstone wasn't bad. Yep. Once Sharper Image, Sharper Image, away. and then Brookstone came along. I think Sharper Image was first. And Sharper Image was way more. I'll use the word futuristic. It was and expensive. And, and expensive. Like the stuff in there was crazy priced. And last but not least, we've got a list from our patron of unusual size, Alec. Uh, remember, if you guys want to also write in lists, you can just by becoming a patron. And you learn about the question a couple days early, and you could send in emails or do voicemails to let us know your opinions. So here is Alec. Hey, give me five podcasts. It's been a while. This is Alec. Uh, top five businesses that you know went out that closed their doors that I missed. Um, honorable mention goes to uh, uh, Walden Books. I know that for whatever reason when I was a kid, I like going there. I know that there's other bookstores, but I did like that one. Um, number five, 
you probably haven't heard of this place, but it's in Miami they used to have a place called Mark Twain's Riverboat Playhouse, kind of like a precursor to Chuck E. Cheese and different places like that. I always like going there as a kid, and it'd be much more fun than Chuck E. Cheese, so I'm going to say that for number five. Number four, kind of general, I just miss record stores in general as far as, like, they used to be, like, in Miami there was Peaches or, uh, you know, something along those lines. So I miss places like that. Number three is Toys R Us. I still think it's sad that my kids really don't know what Toys R Us is. Number two is Blockbuster. And then number one is kind of funny, but I I always liked Steak and Ale. Um, it was an easy way to, to get a steak and a salad bar. It probably wouldn't exist anymore after COVID, but I don't know. I like going there, so I figure those are the ones that I miss. I uh, hope you like the list. Thanks. Bye. Another great list from Alec. Uh, he did mention it's been a while. That is more on us, not on him. Because we have uh, a couple hurricanes and other such things going on. It's been a little hard to get episodes out. A uh, few comments, because I plugged this in after we recorded. Uh, Walden Books was he was actually mentioned in our list uh, by Omar. He was trying to figure out the name of it, so good job. He didn't even know that we were talking about it, but awesome. Uh, and Steak and Ale. I always thought Steak and Ale was cool because the outside of it looked like some sort of like medieval cottage. But the inside uh, did not. There's always a lot of really, really old people in there. But at least the one I went to. But it was good. So good call on that one as well. Yeah. Well, we, we got to get going here. Absolutely. I'm about to pass out. So uh, Omar, feel better. Thank you. You want to do it? Uh, you, you got that contact information there, Omar? No, I'm looking at a list of stores that no longer exist, actually. Hold on a second. Okay, well, you can reach out to us at <laughs> gimme5podcast.com. Uh, check us out, gimme5pod on Instagram. Give me, and you can email us with your favorite stores that are no more. Uh, and especially if you, have, if you have the Kenny Rogers Roasters chicken recipe, and it like tastes like it. Not There's one online that doesn't taste like it. I've tried. If you have that recipe and it tastes like it, I will send you something. It'll probably be something valuable from Omar's house. It'll probably be <laughs> pictures of Greg's penis. Shh. That could be what he has that's valuable in his house. I have a giant poster of it. Yeah, so that's what I'll send that. <laughs> it's, be, it's right above his bed. I'll like I'll I'll come in from the ceiling like uh, Mission Impossible style. <laughs> pop that thing off the wall. <laughs> Perfect. And uh, of course, if you uh, like what you hear and want to yell, if you don't like what you hear and want to yell at our patrons, become one. Patreon.com slash give me five podcast. That's the best way there to get go. to get their to get their attention. Yeah, because they won't be expecting it. Yeah, give us five dollars, then yell. No one expects the Spanish Inquisition. <clears throat> nice. Thanks for joining us, guys. And remember, like I always say, life is what happens when you fail to eliminate the witnesses. To attack.